Welcome to Queen Talk with AJ. We are two magical Black queens reflecting on the experiences and the inexperienced. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ayana, and we're your favorite cousins. Period. What's up? What's up? What's up? That's you clapping. <laughs> Where have we been? That's the question. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and... I'm just going to go ahead and keep it real. Wow, now Jordan calling us out immediately. Where have we been? Where have you been? Where have oh I been? We've been living God. a little bit. Yeah, life, life is happening. Yeah. And, you Look, know... I hope that you can understand. Yeah, please. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that we have been gone for damn near a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we're back. Sorry Y'all. we were living, you know. We're, we're back. Though. Our schedules just were not yeah, aligning. They were not aligning, truly. And I was like, girl, we're going to have to skip this week. Then it just it was a triple It was a spiral. <laughs> but we're here. We're back. I'm so glad to be back. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Good to see you. It's so good to see you. For real. Truly it is. (laughs) What a blessing. Us basking in our shenanigans. Right. How long ago was Put Shack? Because I'm like, did we Put Shack and we didn't record? Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah. Actually, I think we did. Oh, we did record? No. Like, I I feel like we literally were like, oh, we can't record, but see you Sunday. (laughs) That's, that's how it went guys i just want you to know yeah, yeah we yeah yeah we had that was a fun check weekend. though that ice cream was good so we good got, mm. i want to go back for the cookies we yes. tried uh kathy's I guys hate when you plan to go to a restaurant and they don't have what you like are desiring <coughs> via instagram or whatever you know what i mean that's actually kind of a major thing though because they in have, atlanta like, especially well, cookie, <laughs> cookies is on their menu. Like, that's what they advertise. It was the biggest. So, yeah. for them to only have one cookie, what are you And doing? then it was, like, ginger something. And I was like, I don't want no ginger snack. I don't want no ginger. I was just going to say that, yo. I don't want no ginger it snack. Probably, and, and like, it probably would have smacked, but with that carrot cake ice cream. Oh. Aww. It probably really would have been good, but. I'm going to pass That's on not it, what though. I wanted. I wanted the red velvet. Ugh. I'm going to pass on it. You gonna pass? Yeah, basketball. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a cake type of girl. I'm not really you do a love cake type of type of. Yeah, I re- I have vivid memories. Oh boy, <laughs> when we were roommates, Cold Stone was the yada's jam. Like, oh my mm, God. you sure you don't want to go to Cold Stone? I love ice cream and cake. And Truly. honestly, thanks to Yans, I really started to get hip with what I like from Cold. Because when you go. They have, you know, like their pre-made stuff. Yeah. But like when you a real G, you know what to put together yourself. Start mixing and mingling, baby. Mixologist. But I know you always had that cake. Call me the creamy mix. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's it's if you sliding your hands together for me. Who do you think you are? Girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's me saying the creamy mix. Yes. While you do the bird yes. bed hits. It was beautiful, honestly. I wish we I wish we were being recorded. Yeah. Oh, man. Are we? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. We get recorded. That's... <laughs> we might need to... The world may not be ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> Our facial expressions. <laughs> wow. And, y'all, it's... Okay. We have made it. We are two years in the game. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That is... That's what's beautiful. Truly. I can't believe it's been we two years. We made it. It has been two. Oh so, we honestly... <laughs> 
what that sounded Sorry. like to me is that we have had a podcast since COVID. That's crazy. Ew. <laughs> but we wow, did but we did it yeah we, we kept it. it going yeah because we did our first photo shoot we recorded and we released our first episode of february 24th of 2020 wow before all hell broke loose that's so crazy wow. i remember how nervous we were like we could oh, not even man. getting the courage to press record oh, like, oh, oh yes oh, oh, oh. those first few episodes are golden though they are. Like, that's something. I I never want to lose them. <laughs> Truly, I don't. They're golden. They're like our little babies. Yeah. If y'all go back and listen, I mean. They kind of lit too, though. They are. Like, we still were very much ourselves, but it's like we were we were just getting warped up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, wow. The topics were great. Yeah. I just thought about, uh, oh my God, what's the name of the episode? It's my favorite episode. Was uh, it the one we talked about the photograph? No, I, I do love that episode too. No, it's the it's the uh, I'm worried about the money, honey. Oh yeah, girl, Madam <laughs> C.J. Walker, <laughs> baby. You are so favorite in- episode. <laughs> love it here. Wow, off rip. I can't even say my favorite episode. I love it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come back. On that yeah. One. So yeah, y'all. We've been in the game two years. Thank you for listening. Thank yes, you for always holding y'all. us down. Thank you for supporting us, family, friend. Yes. Even if we haven't met you, you family. You family. Cousin, like, we're here. You definitely family. You know auntie. It's like, For real. Ain't nothing sugar coated. <laughs> we love it. Yes. Yeah, so, man. I told Yans. So- <coughs> <coughs> oh, where are we starting today? Huh? Are we doing the embarrassing oh. moment yet? Um, No. Actually, yeah. Let's go ahead and start. Okay. <laughs> I... Y'all, I just, I just thought, me and Yana both, we just have very funny things that happen to us all the time. And it's just like, what? Why is this happening? Yeah. So today, I just thought we should share just something that happened to us this week. Um, <laughs> Mine was this morning, right? So... <laughs> You're I, already laughing, so I, I, know, know, I know it's wild. So, I was going to wear a dress today, but then I saw it was going to be raining, and I was like, nah. So, I just was like, you know what? We're just going to go real Matrix vibes. So, I had on, like, my leather jacket, my combat boots, <laughs> and my little turtleneck. So, I was like, okay. So, when I left, I was like, okay, girl. So, anyways, I got to, um, I ride the, the train. So, I, like, I literally, I drive there, and then I ride it. A lot of people are like, why do you do that? But. Y'all, it just makes life a lot easier for me. Anyway, so I'm walking in and there are these two guys. They have on like their like construction outfits. They they having a good ass conversation, okay? Oh, man. And my ass was really on time. You know how you on time? You're like, okay. It's a good day. I'm strolling, I'm looking. I'm like, okay, feeling blessed. Yes, yes. Um, So then, what up? Stop talking. He's like, oh. How you doing? You know how that is. Oh, man. Always. I don't know what happened, but my vocal box <laughs> was so deep and raspy. When I opened my mouth, I was like, I'm good. steps i just heard them laugh so loud and i was like yo i was 
like, yo, I'm a persona like life jeans. <laughs> you know life jeans that one oh song he like, hey, yo, you. Yes. <laughs> trying to clear my throat afterwards without them you know i was like uh. and it wasn't really it wasn't an easy clear i was like oh i really got some in here yo that was my embarrassing moment oh for my god today stuff like that happens to me all the time i just be like wow uh, yeah i i like to i don't like to say this but i actually live a pretty embarrassing life sometimes <laughs> like really it's just it's in my nature it's it embarrassing shit happens all the time it's really annoying um, so my embarrassing moment happened on yesterday at work. Not surprised. I'm embarrassed there all the time, actually. So, <laughs> Yikes. so girl, I was literally, okay. We had Thursdays is like our huddle day. We have like a, a extra long, like staff meeting. We have a late start. I actually really like Thursdays. It's my favorite day of the week. I love Thursday. Me too. Yeah. Thursdays Girl, is my favorite day of the Thursday, week. So. so we had an in-service. And basically a representative from a company will come in and teach us something. Or they will show us something about a product that we use in our department. That's what it is. Oh, okay. So we had an in-service. The man brought uh, food or whatever. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> the presentation starts. I did have the chicken biscuit. The presentation starts, and <laughs> what are you about to tell I'm us? Sorry, why did you have to tell us you had a chicken biscuit? I'm <laughs> like, is that is that specific? Because I'm saying that I feel like <laughs> if you have, <laughs> oh my god, if you have a heavy breakfast, that you feel sleepier. <laughs> oh, where's this going? Dang, a chicken biscuit had you sleep. Nah, because you do work hard. Nah. That presentation was so boring. The guy was so boring. It was awful. Everybody in there was like, it was so boring. Like, it was so bad. Dang. But I said that to say it was so boring that I was falling asleep. And I actually had a little purr going. My my coworker was like, giving me the tap on the shoulder. Like, that's why I mentioned the chicken biscuit. Oh, you got that church <laughs> Oh, it was hardy. So fast forward, I doze off the whole entire presentation. It's awful. I Damn. get back to our main area. And at this point, I'm already in my room. I'm getting my stuff together from my case. Okay. And I come out. My friend, she go, you up yet? And I look. I said, man, hell no. I said, hell no. That man was so bored. Jordan, I look over. The guy is standing right next to me. No! Oh, God! Oh, my God! <laughs> I mean, that was embarrassing too, but no, no. Oh my God. Girl, I look up and I look at him and I just freeze. I turn around and my friend is like at the hand washing area and I look at her. My friend is over here. My other coworker friend is at the hand washing station. My coworker, she's like, wait, huh? Because she didn't hear me because I stopped. Oh, yeah, like, girl, I can't say that again. (laughs) You ain't here the first I time. Like, I was like, never mind. I'll tell you later. 
So I just ignored her. I look at the coworker. I turn around. I turn my back to the guy. And I'm dying with laughter. Because I'm so like. It's like an embarrassing laugh. (laughs) My coworker looks at me. Because she sees the guy. She's like. So her eyes get big. And she's like. She just starts trying to like, hey, Yana, like change the subject, act like we're actually talking. Oh, she a real one. She tried and I failed and I had to leave. You still was laughing. I was so embarrassed. That is so embarrassing. I didn't, and I feel bad. I, I I truly felt bad. I mean, is he is he somebody that you'll see again? I hope not. Okay, because I was like, sometimes the same reps come, sometimes they don't, but. Okay, well, Brett need to go home and spice it up. And then I went back in the room and I told my other coworker who I was actually working with. He was like, yeah, man, you you said it, but everybody else was thinking it. So it's okay. You told the truth. I said, I didn't want to say it in front of him. (laughs) Dude, that is pretty bad. I ain't going to lie. So that is my embarrassing moment. Wow. And I had to walk around with that on my shoulders all day. (laughs) That's bull. It's the fact that you stopped. She didn't even get the full word out. But the problem is that I said that man was so poor. Oh. And I said, oh boy. Yeah. I really messed up now. Bonjour. It's like there's no other bore. There's no other word that you could have even like. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Jordan said bonjour. What else do you want? Like. There's no other word. There's no other word Y'all, that starts with that that you could like finesse. No other. God. I just had to. T- that's why I had to turn around and just. Sometimes life really be like that, bro. You just gotta turn around. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking. <laughs> bro, I you just gotta. I didn't even walk back Ooh. the same way I came in. I didn't want to pass him. Dang. I walked through the room and around the corner. I said, "Oh no, you oh, won't you see took me." The long way. <laughs> Got some extra Girl, steps I know that's in. right. <laughs> Because I am embarrassed, bro. <laughs> well, the moral of the story, guys, is that it happens to all of us. It happens to the best of us, really. Woo. So you uh, here another day, man. That man, he he happy as Friday. He ain't even yeah. About maybe it. he didn't think about it, but he but saw he me. Might, he might need to go home and freshen up, though. Everybody said that he needed a Toastmasters class, girl. <laughs> it was so boring. God, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, guys, now that you've heard our embarrassing stories, let's let's get into it. Let's get into some tea. The first thing I'd like to <clears throat> to say. Is happy Women's History Month. Yes. To all of the beautiful women worldwide. It's our time to shine. We've been shining, but they've been trying to sleep. For black women, it's month two in celebration. Oh, (laughs) it's the black for me. (laughs) Sorry. Covered. (laughs) But uh happy black I mean (laughs) Oh, sorry. Oh my god. I just told you. I was like, bro, you still in Black History Month. I got it. <laughs> oh, my God. What a fiasco. <laughs> Happy Women's History Month. And I'm going to leave it at that. What's that? Because <clears throat> this girl cracked me up without trying. I'm Man. In honor of uh, Women's History Month, I would like to mention that the first black woman was nominated to sit on the Supreme Court Justice by President Joe Biden. Her name is Ketanji Brown Jackson. Okay, Ms. We Jackson. would like to honor you today, Ms. Jackson. Um, she's from D.C. Okay. She actually grew up in Florida. She served as a judge on U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. She has an extensive resume, truly. She's overqualified. She's going to be amazing at her job. 
um, President Biden just mentioned he wanted some um, <clears throat> someone who was highly qualified, someone who would show our our country's true greatness. And I appreciated him saying those words because sometimes... Um, yeah, because he done said a lot of other words that <laughs> I do not appreciate. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but sometimes uh, women, and especially black women, um, but especially in the court system, women are overlooked. We're not really in politics, and we when we are, we're just like, we're slip on. So this is huge <laughs> for us. This is huge for her. And this is an amazing nomination. So yes. I definitely wanted to mention her in honor of Women's History Month. Congrats to her. Um, truly. And I, I had something in relation to that um, because I was reading an article. I didn't know that the country of Finland has a female prime minister. Wow. And she's actually 36 years old. Very young. Um, so she, she leads a coalition of five political parties, all of which are led by women in the country. Mm. That is crazy. And they're all in their 30s. Like what? That's beautiful. That's us. That, that's us. That's us. We're running this. Whoa, gang. Um, but I've also found some interesting uh information about Finland because apparently they are really more advanced when it comes to women being in le- in leadership. Wow. Um, and just like, just the gender the gender gap. Like they they've been working towards this way before the U.S. and they're really far more advanced than most countries that are like the top leading, you know, mm. when it comes to resources and things of that nature, mm-hmm. economically. So I read that in 1906, Finland was the first country to give women full political rights to both vote and run for office. And a year later, 19 women were elected to the, the Finnish parliament uh, with the first female parla- parliamentarians in the world. Now, mind wow. you, I don't think we even had the right to vote till the 1920s. Yeah. The late 1920s and yeah. that. So, I was just like, wow. They've been working for this for a while. Yeah. I and thought that was really dope. at it. Yeah. So, shout out to Finland. Um, I don't know what it's like for the black people there, but um, <laughs> very proud of the women. <laughs> very proud of the women aspect. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So another thing I wanted to talk about. I told Jans we had to talk about this because what? So I don't know if you guys know uh, Brittany uh, Griner. Um, let me see. So she's a two-time U.S. Olympic basketball gold medalist. Um, and she's been held in Russia for three weeks without official government access. Uh. Um, so the U.S. Embassy has actually been trying to reach her. But due to... Um, you know, the means of everything that's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, they have been denied three times wow. uh, trying to reach her. So her agent knows where she is, but uh, publicly no one even actually knows where her location, like where she's located um, mm. and being held. That's so, so dangerous. Uh, she was actually taken into custody after cannabis oil was found in her luggage and she was accused of smuggling significant amounts of narcotic substance. Um, and it's an offense punishable up to 10 years in prison in Russia. Um, but this is mm. also scary because uh, Brittany Griner is a gay woman. And apparently Russia has very strict laws towards the LGBTQ community. Um, so there are just several <clears throat> things added on. She's a black woman. Yeah. Um, she is a part of the LGBTQ community. And then on top of that, 
not having any access to reach the U.S. government because they're not they're not allowing mm-hmm. that conversation. Mm-hmm. So that is very scary. So we have to be praying for her. Yeah, and they're saying it's going to be really hard for her to get out of Russia due to the circumstances. Wow. So I'm just like <clears throat> this is just a crazy time especially. It is. Um it's crazy already over there, but it's 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 extremely crazy now, especially to be stuck over there. So And to be of color. Yeah. We see, you know, they're not letting the African the African um, students people yeah. Yeah. Get home. They're prioritizing their own people, which is crazy because they're not from there. They're yeah. students. So they should be. Like, they should be first a, out. a part of the first. Yeah, first like this out. is not even my land. Not even my home. And I actually mm-hmm. saw where some of them ha- are being asked to fight. What? And it's like, uh, no, 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 no. You are not even letting them go home. Now you want them to fight? Like, absolutely not. These people, they're not citizens in your country. And I saw where this one white lady was like, you know, that's so crazy for them to be there using up the resources. They huh? should. They should be fighting. And huh? somebody was like, um, these are students. They are paying to be there and for education purposes. And a and a lot of a lot of the students, you know, foreign students being there is actually, you know, going towards the economic advancement of the country. So they've already <laughs> like you yeah. talk about they're using up the resources like they absolutely literally nice. paid their dues. Yeah. So I was gonna say too with Brittany Griner, it's 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 really tough because a lot of people, I remember watching love and basketball and I didn't understand like the part where one of the girls that, uh, I forgot the main, I forgot her name. So not Lathan's character, but one of the girls that she wasn't like, they had like their riffs when she first got to the team, um, went to go play like in Spain. And then she ended up, I think she ended up going in, over there playing. Did she go over there and play? I forgot. But anyways, I just remember being like, why are they in a different country playing? I didn't understand that, but that's very common for women just because they make more money. You know, the U.S. Mm-hmm. does not pay, you know, players in the WNBA. Yeah. The WNBA players make around hundreds of thousands of dollars, whereas, you know, the men make millions off rip. Yeah. So that is a huge gap. And not including endorsements. Not including endorsements. I yeah. read where Steph Curry makes like $34 million, not including <laughs> endorsements that's wild and i just saw him on a commercial last night oh my god that was really wild that um, gap is insane yeah it says the average nba salary is about 7.5 million and the average wnba salary um is about one hundred and sixteen thousand. that is like I, I don't even think you can't even break that down into tense that's no. like what that's not even the same. That ain't. That's lot. It's, we're not even not in the even range, the same bro, range. Yeah, at all. They're not even making five hundred thousand. Right. We're talking a hundred thousand. Yeah, barely. That's crazy. Maybe hooping. I'm a part yeah. of the problem though. I'm gonna be watching the WNBA, and I need to. I need to commit myself to doing that. Mm. But um, yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't watch sports. Yeah. yeah. For real. I mean. Yeah. I. I'd like to support in some of I'd be watching the Hawks mainly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, y'all. So, um, we were on Instagram this this week and we and I saw a very disturbing clip. <laughs> Truly, it was disturbing, okay? And uh, we'll add it in here, but <clears throat> the clip it was um the clip 
is of a guy. They're they're on a podcast and they're talking, and they're basically the guy basically says that after a woman reaches certain accomplishments, achievements, a certain status, I don't want you. Men don't want her anymore, and and they also mention like, what do you need me for at that point? And here's 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 where we'll insert the clip. Now I hear from a lot of young guys that they want a woman who's making this have a who have reached uh, who has reached a certain income threshold. Mm. So income wise, you know, not talking about vision, you know, not talking about just long term things that they want to do, but income wise, their income threshold. I don't care. I'm <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. fighting. I literally do everything in my life so that I don't have to have that as a metric for you. Mm. And there's so much more. That's why I was like, the passion is way more important than the income. Like, I don't care because if you start having my kids and I want you to be at home, that income is gone anyways. Mm. So who cares? Like, I, I want you to do stuff that you enjoy, but, like, I'm not pressing about, like, oh, you need to make 300, 400K a year. The amount of people that can even make that kind of income is so minuscule that's what real that's what uh, realism is kicking in at yeah no nah, for sure and it's like you know hypergamy is real too so like most like women date across and up social dominance hierarchies and then they across and down so as men rise up you have nothing but more options as women smaller options and also a lot of the things that get them to those points negate them the guys that are in the same space they don't want that they don't want it because they're like oh you're combative and yes. like you feel like you need to be a boss and all this other stuff and like you telling you, me what to do Right, and 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 I love you, and you know I think you might be great, etc. For somebody else, but you probably need a Robin. It's crazy. You don't need a Batman. I actually had a woman. I actually had a woman tell me. She says. She says literally. She says I got a good job. I make very very good money, and she says the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like yo, like, <laughs> like who wants you? Who wants you? you? You right. Like once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is is these because I and this is the thing. I'm not blaming Ooh, the, the women. women are gonna hate him for that they shit. They, no. <laughs> no, see, the they are gonna hate him for that. They, they I can't wait to put this shit out. They should love he me for said this it, shit. ladies. They should love me for this shit because the women. I don't think they understand that, and and I don't blame the women for that. I blame these weak ass Negroes out here. Like, because these women, they don't want to wait. You got this social media phenomenon, and they see this lifestyle. They don't want to wait to find you to build the lifestyle that they want. So they go out and build it themselves. And Mm -hmm. when they build it themselves, it's like, yo, what I need you for? What? Okay, we're back. (laughs) Perfect. So with that being said, it's like there's so many things to break down. With this clip. Truly it is. Yeah. I'm just going to start with saying I don't understand. This has been an ongoing thing for like three years, I feel like. This man versus woman. And, and yeah. the financial part, it, I don't know what it is. That got y'all motherfuckers in a chokehold. Oh, I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> you meant it. <laughs> it's oh, okay. Lord. It's okay. But y'all are. And cho- like, it do got you. Because... You cannot seem to wrap your little mind around the fact that this woman is successful. This woman is established. This woman may already have her own home. She got her own car. She got businesses. And she's doing her thing without any man. Like, and even in the clip he mentions, like, she's like, well, all I need now is a man. Since you don't even need a man. It's fine. You want a man. You want the company. You want what he can bring to the table. But since these men don't even want you. Because you're too far out of their league that they cannot even, like, see themselves dating you. They don't even know their role. They don't know what they can bring to the table. And that's what's really unfortunate. Like, 
Mm. I don't want a weak man. A weak man. No. I don't ever want a man to say that he can't date me because of Yeah, you don't want your my, partner to feel my like, success. Yeah, yeah. Your success should like, my success my success has nothing to do with you. I mean, if anything I mean, I feel like when you're coming into like a partnership, my success, if anything, should just be an attestment that I'm a hard worker. Right. And that I'm willing to chase better. I mean Right. I, I don't really, I can't really wrap my head around anything negative about being successful and that being a problem when looking for a partner. I, now, if if there is something maybe derogatory about the idea of you as a man maybe feeling that a woman of that caliber, how do you, where 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 do you find your place in your masculinity of, providing okay that's a different story but that that's just going to be a woman by woman case you know everybody has their own needs but everybody wants to be loved i mean and i don't really understand it because you know we 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 have one life to live Mm -hmm. okay now back in the day people didn't really have much of a choice you know very at a very young age you were groomed to be a mother Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it, and like I was watching videos about um, just different uh, star, like fem- female stars in like the early nineteen fifties and in earlier, mm-hmm. and just how they were sexualized very young. I mean, it's like as soon as you get your period, it's kind of like okay. So we all know that mm-hmm. that that's kind of like what things were as far as relationships and. It was more so like marriage was really the only way that a woman was going to have a living because Mm -hmm. she couldn't open a bank account. She couldn't do all these things. So now there's been progression. And if anything, I feel like as as a man, that takes pressure off because if you are the sole provider, everything is on you. You know, if you Mm -hmm. something happens to your job, whatever. uh, Okay, like. You know, your wife's at home, your kids at home. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. So now, I mean, women, you know, it's like, okay, I know I have more to offer than just being a mother. And, mm-hmm. you know, so my thing is, though, as a woman, as a single woman, am I supposed to just, what am I supposed to be doing while I'm in my singleness if I'm if I'm not bettering myself? <laughs> Even in the clip they mentioned, it's like they want you to wait. He mentions how he's like, oh, well, women don't want to wait for you to come along. Well, come along. What do you mean, bro? I'm single <laughs> and I'm here. Wait, like I'm literally already waiting. Well, yeah, I don't, but I don't should, really I, should I pause my life? Should I not move up in my profession? Should I not buy a home? Should I not buy a second, right. third you car? One like, life. what do you mean? Yeah. That's insane Tomorrow to me. is not promising. So it's like... <sighs> I want to live as much as I can. If I'm out of your legally, daddy, please just say that. Let's. Br- Stefan speaks. Oh, yeah. Stefan. We got to drop that in there. Yeah. Too. Okay. Let's insert what he said. <laughs> what, what, what a lot of these people are doing on both sides is they're complaining because the people they want require what they're not willing to give or what they don't have to give. All right. So essentially, you know, these men want these women who are looking a certain way and and so beautiful and all this, but you want to be mad because she wants to be provided for and for you to be financially stable or or take on a nice date, you know what I'm saying? 
Then you have women who want this, you know, well-off, good-looking guy, but you're mad because he holds beauty at a higher standard. Right. And it's like, yo, you can't, again, like you said, find someone who wants what you want, but the problem is the majority of people don't want who wants them. <laughs> they want the <laughs> other person, and they don't want to have to step up in regard to what is required to get the other person. Facts. And we're back. This is it. This is actually it. He was on the money when he said it. Like, he's literally like, you don't want to do it. If you, you don't, don't want to do it, work. if you don't want to put in the work, then just don't. Then just say that. Yeah. Don't blame it on me. Why are you blaming me for your faults? <laughs> if I know this man is in the gym seven days a week, mm. okay? He's meditating at 4 a.m., you know, I'm not really there yet. <laughs> so like, I know that that man, I'm pretty sure he was somebody with a drive that, that puts in, it's like physically, mm-hmm. that's doing those things. And so like, sometimes people do have unrealistic like expectations when it comes to like their desires. Mm-hmm. I cannot be sitting here desiring this, that, the third, if I'm not willing to do that. And I do feel like a lot of times... I hate when it it comes off that we're materialistic. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, we go get the bag, and now we need to wait. I am oh confused. I am really confused. And I know that all men don't think this way, but this this fella looks like he might be around our age. He's probably, he might be a little older, but he like he's probably in his mid-30s, early 30s. That is very concerning. I just feel bad that they think this way. That some yeah. of let me not say that. It's I feel lie. bad that there are some men who think this way because I don't want you to I want you to know your worth. And as I'm learning and I'm knowing my worth, like I want you to know yours too. Yeah. Essentially you're saying you don't you don't feel worthy of a woman of my caliber. When you should. Find something to bring to the table. Like you are who you are. You offer what you offer. And it's just like it goes, it's just like I I don't know. I I just I just feel that like that is instead, just so hard of, for me to grasp. Instead of instead of generalizing things like oh, just off the women that you specifically are trying to go after that, maybe you feel like are a little bit out your league. Maybe just try to I don't know, just find people that are on your level and that want the things you want. Like mm-hmm. I think that really is all what it comes down to. Like this whole like. Because it has been a thing, I say, maybe for, like, the past five years. Yes. Especially now with, like, the rise of podcasts and stuff, these conversations. Mm-hmm. Where it's just, like, there seems to be a lot of a, a lot of this rhetoric. And I've heard the men that are confident in themselves mm-hmm. really call these men out and say it is insecurity. Yes. These are men that have... You, can, um, you can't tell me it's not. They've been rejected, like, by women. Hurt. Um, maybe they were picked on because of their looks growing up. And it's just like, just unhurt that they, yeah, they have not dealt with. Like, for real. Childhood trauma is real. Yeah. Childhood trauma is like... Every, yeah. But I know that this is not, I, when I look at stuff like this, I really have to tell myself that it's not necessarily the majority. I gotta detach. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, there are, I can give y'all three men right now that I feel like speak with sits. Tony Gaskins. Your man. Stefan Speaks. Uh-huh. 
And another podcast I love, like the men on there, how they carry themselves. They're all in relationships too. Mm. Um, nice and neat podcast, bruh. They will say what they say, but they address men too. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. keep it very balanced, and I feel like that's that's kind of how the conversation need to go. It like. Yeah, that whole one sided thing is just really yeah. getting old. Like women are not all gold diggers, and the women that work hard, like give us they're the not they're that's it. they can still be submissive and stuff. And I, I don't I don't understand that either. You know, they like to mention how like being submissive and like your financial status. What is my financial status or my my status in general have to do with? If I'm going to be submissive to my partner. What's that do with my personality, my morals? <laughs> like, yeah, that has nothing to do with it. That's my money. You need to get out my bag. <laughs> yeah. Get out get my bag. Wrong. Like, get in your bag. Get out my bag. Oh, my God. We get each other's bags and <laughs> I want out. Please, let me now, out. Now, I guess it is a conversation, though, because, you know, you get married, one's debt becomes another's kind of... Not really, necessarily. We can be in our bags at that point. Right. But But, right now, before you even have me. Yeah. Before you. (laughs) And just like, remember when B. Simone had the whole thing about (laughs) not wanting to date somebody that had a nine to five. Mm -hmm. And people took that so personally. Mm -hmm. But she just was saying they would never have time for her. They were hurt. She's an entrepreneur. She's able to move. She doesn't have to clock in. And it's just like, I just don't understand why. (laughs) People cannot understand things simply like even yeah. I, I work a nine to five and I was not offended. Like yeah. I knew that she didn't mean like don't get offended. She wasn't trying to play somebody by how much money they made. She was talking about the time that they were able yeah. to spend with each other. Don't take you know? it personal. Yeah, we can't take these things personally. Yeah, like yeah. we really do. Like you said, like we kind of like have to detach and just realize this is a conversation. We're engaging in the conversation, and that's it. You're not talking about me. <laughs> You could never be my man, honestly. Oh. But anyway. Um, yeah, I just. We're going to have to pray for our generation because, yo. And also, you know, I was watching a, I was watching, I love Million Dollars Worth of Game. I love Gilly, uh, Wallow. I just love them. But anyways, they were interviewing YG. I don't even know why. I, I have a thing where, like. Even if I don't really like somebody, I still will watch her interviews because I just want to get a gauge of what type of person they are. Mm-hmm. So, all I know about YG is that he cheated on on Baylani, Kaylani, and <laughs> that's when she dropped her last album, which was a banger. <laughs> so, anyways, I was like, okay, let me see what he talk about. Anyways, Gilly has been married for twenty years, and he's an older gentleman. He was just talking to YG and asking, you know, what was his perspective of marriage. And YG said, he basically said he didn't believe in it. Mm. He said, he just feels like you can't just leave. And he didn't like that. He was like, you got to go through the courts and the papers mm. and all that. And he was like, you see what Kanye's going through with Kim? And I, and I was just like, uh, do you mean what Kim's going through with Kanye? Because she's, mm. she's the one trying to leave. Oh, my God. But, I mean, he just was very much like... If you leave me, then you can have nothing that comes with me. And I just was like, there are just so many men that, I don't know. I I wonder if, like the conversation that we were having, if you you were not brought up in love. Mm. There's so many black 
there's so many broken black families that it's because just they come like, up in survival. Yeah, that's what it was, and it's just like. But it's weird though, right? Because then there's there's this commitment to brotherhood, to friends. You go to jail, you won't snitch. But you can't commit to a girl that <laughs> holds you down. You're already thinking about the divorce. Make it make sense, please. Are you, right. Why are you already thinking about the end or about how she could be trying to manipulate you or take your money? or? I just don't understand why I people... Just, that's not... Where did that come from? We're not focusing on love here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but you worried about your ego. Yeah. This all, I, I'm just I'm just trying to understand. So it's, it's just <laughs> a lot of conversations. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. We just got to pray over it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna say that. Yep. You said your piece. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got it off my chest. Yeah. There's nothing more I can say. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. So. We just got to do better. Yeah. But, I mean, there are so many single women, good women, that I'm just like, nah, like, somebody yeah. going to have to, the, the women in my circle, have to shake. The women in my circle, single, fine, established, beautiful, <laughs> successful, please, don't ever count them out. <laughs> and you better come correct, because if you're not, I'm going to check you at the door. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. <laughs> Look, I love my friends. Bruh, we... Always yeah. rooting. We be pretty rough in the circle. Any, <laughs> any new partners? <laughs> Their first impression is everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, every commercial break? <laughs> um, sis, are you following us? Are you following mm. us on Instagram? Mm. Follow us at Queen Talk with AJ. And email us. You got any questions, concerns, cool topics? Definitely email us at letsqueenwaj at gmail.com. Thank you. Speaking of love and dating and just like being out of my league, um <laughs> calm down so sorry <laughs> i had to laugh at my own joke anyway um speaking of that there was a an a clip on instagram and um the the tweet says or it's a meme but anyway the tweet said um i think my love is overwhelming for men who are raised off survival and not love and it was tweeted by hosity mm-mm she the hoe of the city. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> as soon as you said it, you were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, you even uh-oh. covered your mouth. <laughs> That's her business. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. But um, I just kind of want to talk about that because she says she thinks her love is overwhelming because of her raise on survival, and I think our good sis is speaking from a place of hurt. Really? I think wow. she, I think she's speaking from a place of hurt because. I think that's a generalization mm-hmm. I think based on what she's experienced. Yeah. And I think, like we just mentioned, we kind of got to stop doing that. Like, we can't generalize. Like, you just have to take your experience and learn from it and move forward. Yeah. Because in this particular situation, like, people change, for one. 
Yeah. And also, so based, so when I say people change, I mean that how they grew up, how they were influenced, like that does affect how you love. But on the other hand, people change, people grow up, people mature, and they learn how to love. They yeah. learn how they want Put to those be loved. Walls down. Right. And they, yeah, and they begin to release things. And then it's like, okay, now I can love and now I can accept your love. You know what I mean? So I think that you just have to. It's about who you're with. Yeah. And you have to accept them for where they are or don't. And they have to accept you for where you are or don't. You know what I mean? And I think we also have to, like, love each other the way we want to be loved. Like, when I say that, I mean, like... Not necessarily putting your love language on somebody. Right. But, but, but if, acknowledging, yeah. Yeah, I have to acknowledge my partner's, like, love language. And they need to acknowledge, like, my love language. You know what I mean? And I need to be able to love them that way. And if I can't, then maybe we need to work something else out. Maybe we yeah. don't need to be. Because I've been in situations before where I felt like I was, for example. Like, like if you dated somebody that you felt like you really had, like, like because you, you come from, like, you're a very, you have a very loving personality. And I feel like it's not hard for you to express your love and your intimacy. Like, you don't have that barrier. Mm-hmm. Even despite maybe relationships not going how you want it. So, mm-hmm. have you have you been in a situation where you were dating somebody and you felt like they just had those walls up and you were like, dang, like this is kind of yeah. it's a little difficult. Yeah, I have. So, for me, one of my love languages is physical touch. So, like, affection, I need hugs. I need all the hugs. I need all the kisses. I need all the handholds. I need all the back rubs. And that's how, that's what I'm going to do to you as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I know that everybody's not like that, but I dated someone who did not, physical touch was not their thing. Oh, like, wow. physical touch was not, their, was not their thing. So, I didn't receive it, and they didn't really like. I mean, they didn't mind if I did it, but it's like, for me, if I'm touching you, and I'm, like, kissing you and hugging you, and you're not... It's not being reciprocated. It's it's hard for me. Mm. And it made that relationship very hard because I felt rejected. Yeah. And I know that some of that is me dealing with my own, like, insecurity. Yeah. But also, I had to, like, as I matured, I realized, like, no, actually, that's my love language. And that's something that I need in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that um, you, we so, just have to know. Yeah. So, it sounds like in And it a comes from maturity and growth. It sounds like in a way that... Your your situation kind of agreed with this girl's and that it was maybe overwhelming for the person. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've... I think if anything, <laughs> I don't think I was raised in survival, but I, I don't think I was really raised in an environment where... Well, at least with my parents, they weren't very... Um, they didn't give hugs and stuff all the time and like kisses mm-hmm. and cuddles. They just weren't like that. And I think that's just because they weren't raised with it. Right. And so that's kind of something that I had to come around to, but I realized that, that yeah, I like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you brought that up, this made me think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if somebody is, is raised in, in a environment of survival that it probably is a little bit harder but i feel like people i feel like when something when an opportunity comes around in love at least from my experience i feel like a part of you kind of opens up 
it's something that's exciting, even if mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that you acknowledge and that you're willing to kind of be like, okay, wait, nah, I'm gonna have to let me see. And so I've I've heard many occasions of many men who, you know, they f- were kind of raised a certain way or they were uptight or. They were always around their boys or whatever, mm-hmm. and they had somebody come in and literally just kind of wake them up in mm-hmm. a way that they didn't even know, you know, that they that they desired that. Right. So I guess yeah, I, I think I think that she was kind of limiting. Um, she's kind of limiting like these people just based off the environments that they come from. I don't, I don't feel like that's true because. Right. Anybody, uh, people, people need a chance to, I think for the right person and somebody being vulnerable with you, I think it takes vulnerability. Yeah. I think vulnerability is so big in connection. Yeah. Like when, when you have conversations that are like deep that you've never told anybody or you're just kind of exposing yourself and despite maybe what you look like, like you could be the finest person ever and you kind of tell somebody like, you know, actually I'm not that confident. You know, this mm-hmm. is why da, 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 da. people get to see your heart. It's just a different type of, yeah. it's just a different type of connection. Yeah. And you actually have to be willing to accept that and like walk in it. Yeah. Because if you don't, then Do y'all be up all night giggling. Girl, <laughs> yeah, you know, girl, girl. <laughs> oh, Bruh, yeah. Oh. So I just feel like I don't know. I I I feel like if a person is if a person is ready, they're gonna be ready. But mm-hmm. you really, yeah, you definitely can't force anybody to to open up. They have to want that for themselves. Yeah. Because that's why I was that's why I was saying like I feel like we all are gonna be at a point in our life where we may feel like we want to shut down. Mm-hmm. Whether that's from you know just tragic traumatic things happening to us. With family, with friends, with with our job, with our finances, life is just hard, and so I just feel like we all will come to a point where we have a choice whether we choose to kind of stay in that, or we allow ourselves to kind of live in that abundance. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like it's a choice, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so if a person is just not opening up to you, and you know. That you are being vulnerable, you have full arms. Sometimes it takes time, but then it's just like you know. I'm not going to keep giving myself yeah. so freely to you if you're not going to. Yeah, it. and then I'm because I'm, I'm going to get abused. Yeah, so now end. you know everything about me, and mm-hmm. I don't know anything about you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, oh my. Yeah, that's that's trouble. Yeah, I just want to speak on what you mentioned about how sometimes like men or people who grew up on survival or people who didn't grow up with like a lot who didn't grow up with a lot of like affection and being hugged and things like that because sometimes those relations like when you're when you grow up like that it's like not even just romantic where you struggle it's actually in friendships where you struggle too oh and i've seen several clips of people on like instagram and everything just saying how when they grew up like they didn't know that it was okay for men to hug each other they didn't know. And so now that they have kids, they hug their sons. They kiss their sons. They let them know, like, it's okay to experience affection from another male. It's wow. okay to experience a- affection from your mom and it's not her babying you. This is her loving you. And so there, a lot of times, like, it's just how it's how you grew up and you, mm. you just don't know until you meet someone who allows you and who you feel comfortable with. Like, y'all just tap into that space. 
And once you tap in, it's like... It's beautiful. Yeah. You don't ever want to leave. I was listening to, um, actually, another podcast, Around the Way Curls, and they were talking about just, like, exposing... Just kind of, like, exposing their kids. <clears throat> it's kind of interesting, but... Um, just they didn't want they didn't want to shield them from like their body parts and intimacy and and one of the mothers on the show was just talking about um her son and how you know she wants him to she doesn't want him to feel like he can't embrace like his emotional side and like mm-hmm. physical touch and stuff and they had brought up an interesting topic just about how like you know, boys, when you're, like, a little boy, it's like, oh, like, you get cuddles mm-hmm. and stuff. But then it's like, as soon as you become a man, it's just cut off. Right. And then right. the only means of physical touch is in sex. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a woman is, like, over-sexualized. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... And so it's just Start like, feeling dang. like that's the yeah. only way that and you I can just see was, that. I thought that was so to... interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, Wow. Um, that makes sense why a lot of men's love language is physical touch. (laughs) Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it's important when you like, I don't have any kids. So let me not sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But. (laughs) They're pending. These are. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I actually, y'all, I've been having a lot of dreams about babies. Oh my God. Somebody's pregnant. It's not me. (laughs) And it's but, like, and in the dream, every time I wake up, I'm like, wait, so was that my baby or somebody else's? Oh, wow. It's It's been happening all week. I've had at least three dreams where a baby was in there. Girl, you know, that's a, somebody's pregnant for real. Somebody's, that, I thought it was like fish. Oh. Even I don't know. A baby, a you fish. somebody's pregnant? I think somebody in our circle might be, or your circle might be pregnant, girl. I don't know who it could be. Let me dial up. Mm. I'm about to test the crew. Y'all joining the jury about fishes and babies. It ain't me. I know that for a fact. <laughs> for a big fact. It's not me. Not so it. I don't know. <laughs> this girl. Nose goes. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to stop my mess. Yo. I really got to stop that. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but, uh. Dang, T.T. Yanni and T.T. Jordan. Go ahead and invite us to the baby shower. For real. I love baby shower food. For real, and the meatballs. The meat, <laughs> bruh. It's the fact we both said the same. I forgot what I was even about to talk about before I like. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just was like, yo, what's going on? These you babies about babies. Yo, that's weird. Somebody out there. Somebody trying. Somebody Maybe trying to one of our, one of our, our listening cousins. What are y'all? What are y'all what pregnant? Who it is? Oh man, that was great. That was really great, guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I think, yeah. We, we just going to keep it light today. Yeah, we just, we good. Just having some positive conversations about love. Love. Yeah. So, leave us, leave us some messages. Yeah. You have to go on Anchor, though, to leave us a message. Yeah, do something cool like that. That would be dope. Yeah. I would like to listen to one of those. And then we can play do it, it on the podcast, me. answer you on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, please y'all. Please do that. Tap in. Tell us tap, what y'all tap, think, tap how y'all in. feel about love. What are some things that you, if you've had any barriers, do you uh-huh. feel like you were raised in more of a, like a less intimate environment? How has that affected you as an adult? Yeah. And what are your love languages? Oh, yeah. Let's get into that.